Welcome to Star Wars by the MRC Tech, the mini version, where Sean will bring you bite-sized episodes to enjoy throughout the week. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the galaxy. Episode 18, everyone, and welcome to Star Wars by the MRC Tech. I am your host, Sean, and we are happy to have you as we travel through the Unknown Regions. We're recording on the best date ever, May the 4th, 2020, and may the 4th be with you. But because we know your time is precious, we're going to be creating bite-sized portions of of this podcast for you to enjoy over the course of the week. Normally, a lengthy episode, we're going to trim it down into a couple segments so you can listen while you wash the dishes, take the dog for the walk, or clean the cockpit. Star Wars by MRC Tech goes bite-sized for the next few weeks, so sit back and enjoy the quick-hitting episode. Here's what's coming up on our segments. In segment 18.1, we'll be covering three big news stories in our hyperspace spot. What Galaxy's Edge would have been, new artwork for LEGO Star Wars game, and huge directing news. We'll transition over to a quick Reading the Stars segment. We'll be reviewing Star Wars number four in the comic realm. And we'll be looking at the uh, opening pages and chapters of the Rise of Skywalker Jr. novel. In 18.2, we'll be chatting with Adam from the From a Certain Point of View podcast. Not only one episode, but two episodes. We'll be discussing episode 11 and the series finale of The Clone Wars. And it's going to be amazing. If you're new to the podcast or you need a reminder, you can support the podcast through donations using PayPal. Support the show so we can maintain equipment and bring even better content to you. Head on over to mrctechllc.com for more information. And if you like game streams like the one you might be watching now, come on out and join me as I play through a series of games on Twitch. And follow the channels, like the page, join the chat, and have fun. And that's twitch.tv backslash mrctech. Follow me on Instagram at the mrctech and on Twitter at the mrctech. And without further ado, listen in to our conversation about Clone Wars. Friends, we are back in segment 18.2 with Adam from the From a Certain Point of View podcast. Adam, we made it. Our journey is coming to an end, hopefully temporary. But how are we doing tonight? Oh, man, uh, we're doing okay. I'm recovering from two episodes, two emotional episodes in a row. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. So so many emotions uh, during these last so two. Many. And the reason I can say so many emotions, because we've discussed before 
how detached I am from this series in terms of nostalgia. Like, I just don't, like, I'm not completely into it, but these last four episodes have me hooked. Hook, line, sinker, give me everything. I would, give me eight episodes of this, and I would have been very (laughs) satisfied. You could have given me five episodes and called it season seven, and I would have been good. You know, like, I I would have been just absolutely, you know, completely and utterly satisfied with with what transpired and what's exciting and we talked about a pre-show is that you've already discussed episode 11 on your podcast but you you have yet to discuss episode 12 because it just dropped today on may 4th and by today i mean 12 30 in the morning you watched it and 1 30 in the morning i watched it so (laughs) we were already done and ready to go tell us about your latest podcast and what's on your agenda well, we actually have two podcasts this week. Holy um, moly. Yeah, I know. We're, we're going crazy over here. Uh, so the first, uh, episode 27, we did uh, we, had, we had some news we talked about, and then we did uh, a review of, like you said, uh, episode 11, Shattered. Mm. And then uh, we, uh, a few weeks ago, we we started a psychology of a uh, series of segments. Curious. And we did Kylo, Kylo Ren back then. Oh, I remember. Um, okay, yep. I remember yep. that. Uh, this week we did Ahsoka Tano and Maul, and we did both of them uh, compare and contrast. Uh, kind of saw where they're at on a developmental scale uh, of sorts. Wow. And uh, then our second episode was our May 4th episode today, and that was our uh, What the Star Wars Mean to You episode. Love we it. had fans uh, send in voicemails and emails and DMs, and uh, we just played those, and I read the ones that came in text form, and... Uh, Turned out to a nice little twenty minute, twenty minute episode. That's great. That's great. And I <laughs> listen. I actually had it on my calendar yesterday. Send Adam <laughs> comments. Okay. And drop right. the ball completely. I I am a stubborn person, but I am the first to admit when I screwed <laughs> up. And I <laughs> I had your anchor link like bookmarked. I was ready to send you some voice stuff. That's and then I stayed funny. up till two thirty in the morning. And then yep, went to bed, and then that's that's what happens, and and <laughs> that will happen, and that's that what happens. But time. hey, I'm glad. I I love when the best podcast I listen to is when it's community driven. Yeah, uh, you exactly. know, it, it's um, so good just to hear different voices, different concepts. Um, early on in this podcast's version, I called it the last podcast. That was the very first title. And I actually had like a communication. I called it comms chatter. I had like this like radio oh, okay. silence thing. But I actually like I would ask a question, and then I actually got some responses from some, from some people. So I was able to have like these asynchronous discussions, and I always found that to be a very nice talking point. Um, I'm trying to do better with communicating with the the outside world, uh, but you know, it, it's hard to get on people's schedules sometimes to to do that that's yeah, why we sure. do this at 11 o'clock p.m eastern standard time because yeah. you know we can we can sit down at a computer for an extended period of time so that sounds great that pot the double double feature podcast from the yeah. from a certain point of view podcast coming to your earbuds i uh i bought myself a gift google pixel buds so now i have the opportunity to oh listen to stuff at any time when i'm doing anything uh, like I, I think I was listening to you guys mowing the lawn. See now, I nice. I have a reason to come in and listen to more podcasts because nice. I have that the headphones to do it. My phone doesn't have a headphone jack, so I needed to get Isn't a good that, pair of Bluetooth headphones. That, that, that infuriates me. It, 
I can't stand that. I mean, it's for, it's both forward and backward thinking at the same time. Uh, but it really it hit home when I got this phone, and this is a Star Wars yeah. related story because I was on my way to uh, to LA for a conference. Anaheim, really, not flying into LA and going to Galaxy's Edge. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I get to watch all this Star Wars content on my phone. Uh, no headphone jack. Totally floored me. Couldn't do anything on the plane. Was like absolutely like, pissed off. And uh, anyways, so we've got some stuff to talk about. We don't have an exact agenda to follow. We, we, we will talk about some top moments. We will talk about probably no bottom moments, really, because I don't think there is any. I don't have any um, right now. I don't have any. And we'll we'll close out our Clone Wars discussion with a grading system. We're going to grade the the three arcs, and then we're going to grade the season seven as a whole, and just have some final thoughts and you know philosophical sort of things going on tonight. And um, you know I'm gonna you know we we both didn't really take notes. We we just let it wash on over us. And the first thing I want to talk about in Shattered. Is the music? Oh man, the music! I don't even want to talk about any words. I don't want to talk about I, any action. The the opening I sequence. I was just I watching I it again. Was yeah. so tense, incredible tension, and I yeah. think his name's Kevin Klein. Am I am I right Kiner. there? Kiner. Kiner, Kevin Kiner. Yes. And yeah. I need the soundtrack released tonight. I need you to get in your studio, friend, and I need you to <laughs> drop that on Spotify immediately. Because, like, it was such a simplistic musical tone, but everything bringing it together, the low bass rumbles, was just getting me. What did you, how'd you feel about the music? Yeah, uh, that was one of the main points that we pulled out when we talked about this episode. Uh, was and we've done this uh, honestly a few weeks in a row now. Um, it had this. I, I I the one phrase that I pulled out when I was thinking about it was a lot of this was the calm before the storm. Mm. And like you said, these very simplistic things like it, it's reserved, but it builds this anticipation. Like I like you feel that something is about to uh come crashing down around yeah. you um but then it kicks into gear when when events start going south you know and we start getting those notes from revenge of the sith and then oh my god it's yeah. just i mean but but yeah the stuff before that where it's just very sim- simple long drawn out notes um i keep thinking i josh likened it to blade runner 2049 and okay. actually, which was interesting, uh, that, that was on our show, and uh, I was reading an interview today uh, with Kevin Kiner on uh, Far Far Away News, and he actually mentioned uh, Blade Runner as one of his musical influences. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's definitely that there. I, I keep thinking of like the Dark Knight, the Batman uh, oh film, with how those... Uh, periods where, where where the Joker is doing his thing. And oh my God! Yeah, hundred percent. Kind of builds this tension, and that's what I felt with this. You know, hundred percent. And I, I I I um, that was a lot of ums. I watched a lot of Revenge of the Sith before Shattered, and then continued my watch after Shattered because I'm trying to get it to catch up. You know what I mean? Like to where yeah. the timeline was, and all right. 
I know there's it's like hard the, because because they're concurrent. They overlap it, so much. Right, now. they sure do. So yeah. you know, they they uh, I, I want to say the showrunners, Filoni and team, did a great job at yeah. giving us a point of reference in each episode. Right, right, right. And this point of mm-hmm. reference in Shattered was the little talk about I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. To destroy the Jedi. So I'm yeah. like, okay, all right. I, I, I'm like, I know that sounds familiar. That's probably in the movie. So then I was watching Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, all right, when does this happen? And like, I'm watching it, and I'm watching. I'm like, damn, a lot of time has been has passed, and it hasn't yeah. happened yet. And I think it's after Grievous is killed, you know. And I'm like, all right, keep going. Like, where is this? And then it happens. And then Ahsoka comes in, and then you get the whole citizen thing going on, and I'm like, man, we've got some drama like you wouldn't believe. It's it's so good, but I think we're so ahead in this episode. Let's let's back it up. Let's let's hold on, hold on for the ride, everybody. It's going to get a little wild. So I think they're are they traveling? They're traveling through hyperspace, right? And they're kind of yeah. on their way uh-huh. back from Mandalore. Yeah, and. What's crazy is that if we if we look well if we look to episode twelve, this all happens fast, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, like yep. even though the episode is twenty eight minutes long, you almost want to say the sequences happen in like thirteen to fifteen minutes. Like it's wild of, of right. how it's happening. But right. once once it gets started, it's like it's like rolling a boulder down a hill. It's going and it's not stopping until it has crashed into something and it's going to either hurt something or not. So, yeah, the ominous music is playing. It's we got this build up. We've got these long shots. Um, it because I would just watch Revenge of the Sith in my brain when the tonal music is happening. I'm I'm imagining Anakin sitting in the Jedi Council chamber, and then he's starting to sort of have little regrets you know and that's kind of what i'm thinking and then it's you can all now tell it's all happening you know right uh yep. mace window is dead well allegedly i still think he's alive but that's another story <laughs> uh, mace window's dead he becomes darth vader uh we have to move quickly or the jedi will you know or the jedi will you know foil this plan execute order 66 you know we see little snippets of revenge of the sithy kind of stuff right with i think cody yeah, we get these. You know what I watched the other day? I'm sorry. Sidebar, real quick, Adam. I'll have to share this with you. I think on IGN, I, I put it out there on Twitter. IGN synchronized Order 66 across all platforms, from Revenge of the Sith to Fallen Order to Shattered, and it was very good. Um, seeing it all come together on one screen, they sort of had multi angles and multi camera kind of going back and forth uh, between. Like they act like timed it out really well. I highly suggest watching that. It was nice. It was nice to okay. watch that and get a little nice. summary. Um, but like when when Order sixty six happens, does it still hit home that like this is a tragedy, or are we getting too much Order sixty six? What do you think? Oh, oh man, um, it's so hard. Right? Like, Order sixty six is such a pivotal moment in yeah. all this. So I mean. And there's so many stories you can tell around that. I, uh, I, I don't feel like I'm getting enough Order yeah. 66. I feel like every time it happens, it's another emotional reaction. So right. it's like yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not callous to that yet. Sure. Um, 
so for me, no, I don't think so. So it's interesting because if you Oops, think about the original movies, punched, right? Yeah, we punched my microphone. I know. Well, that's okay. We can we can. Well, it's, that's how powerful <laughs> these episodes are. We punch our microphones yeah, just yeah. in case. We for, for, for drama. Obi Wan Kenobi is the last Jedi that we know until Luke is trained. You know, and then we meet Yoda. I'm like, okay, there's two Jedi, and then Luke's okay. Now he's a Jedi, and then okay, Anakin. We'll 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 call that Anakin is the third Jedi as he redeems himself, and that's really all we know. Right, except for there is another kid, okay, potential four Jedi. Then the prequels happen. We get we get inundated with a bunch of Jedi, and then Order sixty six happens, and that's where seemingly, and I'm putting in air quotes, all the Jedi die. But then we have these little branches. This person survived. That person survived. It's kind of a it's 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 a story motif they've been going to and going to to kind of say, well, this person kind of survived, and there's you no know, there's thousands of Jedi in the galaxy. There's no way. You're talking about 97% was extinguished. There has to be some people that fell through. Oh, yeah. For and, sure, uh, you know. And yeah. I was all into that. And I'm sure people back when that first came out wasn't into that. Like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 that and, doesn't. And that was something. Well, um, no, yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think that was, you know, uh, a question. I think it's a question that still gets asked sometimes. Yeah. You know, how many Jedi are, you know, really <laughs> made it out of this thing? Yeah. Um, especially when we've been led to believe for so long that, you know, it's just Obi and Yoda that were left, uh, during the time of the empire. But, um, that's something that was touched on in, in the Vader comic series, you know, mm -hmm. the snuff, snuffing out. These oh yeah. Jedi. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they have a list, you and, know, and he's going after yeah, Jocasta right. new mm -hmm. and she's trying to safeguard the mm -hmm. list of potential force sensitive children and. I love mm -hmm. and that and that for me fills the gaps. You know what I mean? Like I, I love. Oh no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't. That doesn't. I don't have a problem with yeah. that really at all. So. Yeah, and so so and and it did elicit an emotional. I wasn't like tearing up, but it's like all right. Well, let me let me be cynical for a second. We know she survives because she's living in rebels, right? So it's like we're just trying to find out how it went down. Really, that's that's kind of why we're watching Clone Wars. I wonder how crazy these episodes would have been if we didn't know Ahsoka survived. Think about that for a second. Imagine if this season came out before Rebels ever came out, and then Ahsoka makes her return in Rebels. People would have been wild for that. Your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just, you know, at that point we wouldn't know who survived. You know, even with, uh, even with Maul. Yeah, they could have, they could have left that a little open. Little, you know, not um, sure if he died or didn't die at the same yeah. time. You know, but it's a, uh, it's it's right. hard. You know, it's the story's already written, so they have to make it as dramatic it's, as possible. You know, so yeah, and and it's I mean it's also hard because Clone Wars itself went through so many ups and downs with yeah. being canceled and back and canceled and back. Um, it, it's it, it like you said, it's hard. Yeah, uh, because they went ahead with Rebels, and Rebels ended up being great. And then you know, <laughs> Rebels has its own moments with Ahsoka and Maul, mm -hmm. where you see them back. And uh, you know, it it's almost like I feel like I might have been robbed from the, of those moments if I knew that she survived, which is fine. Um, so yeah, it, it's a tough call. It's I mean, it's totally. It's one of those hindsights being twenty twenty things. For know? sure, for sure. Yeah, they're they're you know they're dealing with what they're dealing with. So yeah, yeah I guess right. my thing was like, all right, I I know there's things with the inhibitor chips. I know that was going to come back up, like because 
that, that day, but have had to have tied in. And I was trying to figure out for the life of me how Rex. I and I and I, maybe I missed it. And maybe you can fill in for me. How did Rex all of a sudden? He he's kind of back to normal. Is it because he he hit his head in the beginning? Oh no, they they did take the chip out. Uh, that was towards the end of Shattered. Um, uh, after they, mm-hmm. Ahsoka has his plan to kind of capture Rex. Uh, the droids shock him, knock him out, and then they take him to a room, and uh, Ahsoka has one of the droids pluck the chip out of his head. Okay, missed it. Completely missed it. Maybe I was just... Yeah, so then he has yeah. the bandage on his head. Got and, it. Uh, okay, because yeah. for whatever reason, I had this idea that Okay, so she, like, knocks him back. They clearly show, I mean, they didn't have to show this, but, like, there's a frame or two of him, his head hits that table hard. And I'm thinking, like, all right, maybe that's, you know, it was luck. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, maybe it was luck that this happened. And then I think, you know, she she almost puts his, I think she puts her hand on his head and says, like, I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. And I almost thought that was, like, a, a, a... almost like a Jedi soothing thing to kind of, again, get his brain back back on track. I don't know why I was thinking yeah. that way. Clearly missed it, missed it on that. But uh. I was looking. It, it seemed at that point she was looking for the chip. Hmm. Yeah, I try to locate this thing. Yeah. And then, uh, and they put him in in this MRI type tube, and I believe at that point, I believe after that, that's when they get the chip out of them. Got it. They didn't really show it. They kind of I- insinuated it, right? That, that that they removed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. So that's that's that works for me. Uh I like the well I mean the clones are you know, they win because through overwhelming forces, right? So like you got 30 of them taking shots at her and you know, she's doing a great job at deflecting and yeah. blah 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 and yep. I, I constantly I kept going, how is she going to get out of this? Like, there's no way. You know, like, there's no way she's going to get out of this. But I guess she's going to figure out how to get out of this. And I loved that she was deflecting them up and creating an escape point. Like, how clever. Yeah, that was, that, yeah. So clever. And uh, that was a couple good, yeah. A couple moments with Ahsoka in both of these episodes where she's using stuff like that. That's just super smart. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, absolutely. So good. Um, so... Let's let me think and uh, let's think through shattered before we we roll into the season the series finale. Yeah. yeah. They're basically going okay, uh she l- uh, lets Maul out, right? So she escapes yeah. initially. Which I love though. I, I, love, I that. love that she let Maul out. I actually and I'm, I'm I love gonna... the reason that she let Maul out because I mean originally I thought that she was going there to get uh, help from him yeah. uh, to get out of the situation, but no, she had a So plan I love it. <laughs> By the way, I totally forgot Maul was a part of this episode because I'm trying to think I'm like what else <laughs> happened in this episode? Okay, now I'm remembering. Um I there's a there's an uh, a person on Instagram called Eben Hawk podcast and he's a, he's a, an old republic Knights of the Old Republic centric podcast which is very interesting because that that really hasn't evolved much you know so but he he's able to kind of pull in all this content material anyway he was putting out oh, yeah you know, yeah old republic would just be legend stuff that for sure he was he, there's he, some canon you know we we see it a little bit in Clone Wars exactly exa- and there might be actually yeah. a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. I saw something on Reddit because sometimes you fall down a rabbit hole and you find some interesting things. And uh, he put out a question like, "What do you think is going to happen?" You know, and this, this season, you know, episode eleven. And I said, "You know what's going to happen? 
Maul's going to escape, and he's going to murder everybody. Just everybody. <laughs> That's basically what I said. And I watched Shattered, and I'm like, holy crap, I predicted the hell out of that, didn't I? Now, he didn't escape. He was helped by escaping, but we're going to call it that he escapes, and they, you know, why are you helping me? I'm not. I need you as a diversion. <laughs> Ahsoka yeah, is know. super smart in just everything. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, she tells him oh to go, go create chaos because that's what you do, and she's right. right. I mean, that's... So uh, this hallway scene, obviously... I don't know if it was obvious for you, but obviously for me, it reminded me of the Vader scene in Rogue One. Hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't think of that at first, and I saw something on today on Twitter about that being compared to to Vader's hallway oh, scene. Man, just like, and he doesn't have a lightsaber, and he's pulling up panels, and heads are severed, and everything in at his disposal is just you're not going to beat him. It's impossible. Sorry, take a lap. Mr. Clone Troopers, you're done. And uh, I think Sam Witwer, at the conclusion of episode 11, I think he said during the weeks that sometimes, oh, Maul's not done yet. And I was like, what? He's not done yet? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, you think, like, he escapes at some point, and he's like, nope, nope, that's just the beginning of his, of his hallway scene, which we'll get to a little bit later. Uh, so, that you know, diversions happen. Uh, Soka... I guess, and that's where the the plot to trap Rex, I think, happens, right? Uh, with the droids. Yeah. And uh, for me, I don't know these droids. Did you did you know these droids? Are these droids important? I would say no, not important, but oh. I do think they've shown up before. Okay, fair enough. All right, so they, they, they capture him, and the, I think the episode ends with them trying to figure out how to escape. Is that really how it ends, right? Yeah, pretty much. They're cornered in the room, uh, and they they, they really oh, that's right. get out. But, but that's the, right. Uh, they're the uh, they're are, waiting the for the are knocking at the door. Yeah, they're they're so. everybody always has these the the bad bat like they have these uh, uh, utility tools, these soldering and desoldering tools at their disposal mm -hmm. at any time to get through yeah. anything. <laughs> and and so that yeah, so that's yeah. sort of how it ends. And whew, so shattered, you know, like we get Order sixty six, we get. Maul escaping, well, Maul released, yeah. and before we move into 12, I'll talk about the Reddit thing, and let's see how I'll get your reaction. Okay. Somebody zoomed in on the box that he's in. I don't know if you, you caught uh, wind of Maul. this. Yeah. yeah that, right. that for, that's very strange. By the way, that's a interesting um, new Star Wars item, a box that mm -hmm. refrains Force users from... Reminds me of some uh, Legends stuff where there was uh, force dampening things. And it's very curious. Was, it was usually like an animal. There was a, a lizard, a salamir, hmm. and they were like a force dampening thing. So it, was, it kind of reminded me of that, but yeah. Dare I make a bold prediction that we'll see this in the High Republic? Dare I make a bold prediction? Hmm. Hmm, maybe. Table it. We'll come back to Bo that. Bo-Katan mentioned, uh, mentioned that back during the uh, Jedi's right? Mandalore Wars. Exactly. And uh, that would have been that would have been Old Republic time. But, well, uh, the tech had to be made somewhere. The tech, right? yeah, tech obviously tech. survived. So. so the Reds, and this is where the Reddit thing comes in. And again, don't know how accurate it can be, but there's a scene where Maul's in the middle, and, the Mandal and, and I think they're walking him to the ship. And it's very ceremonial. It's very strange. 
And <laughs> reminded me of. Have you ever played the Arkham series of games, the Batman games? Okay, no, but I have okay. all, all right, the Arkham my... <laughs> series of games in my. Oh, you got to. Oh, I, 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 I'm. Um, this I is will. a Batman podcast, but anyway, um, this is the very beginning of the first game. There's a scene where Joker's being wheeled into Arkham, and it just reminds me of that. He's strapped to a table. And Fair. I love it. Very, very, very. I, I will. That's, I will. That's, abs- where my, that's where my head went. So for uh, a sidebar to the Epic Store, back in like last year, I think there was a Batman yeah. Day when Batman uh, uh, some kind of anniversary, yep. boom, picked yep. them up for free and all the Lego mm-hmm. Batman games. I will get to mm-hmm. them. It's called Procrastination. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> so on the box, if you zoom in. What's in the box? If you, if you zoom into <laughs> the bottom of the box, it appears to be, are you ready? And you mentioned him yeah. earlier. Yeah. Darth Revan. Hmm. Do your after we're done. I'll have to look. Take note. Do a little research. Um, it'll be interesting for that to be on a piece of Mandalore tech. I don't, interesting, you know. right? I don't know. Again, it it could be anything. It could be right. a Mandalorian that looks like Darth Revan. Darth Revan wore a helmet. You know what I mean? Like he had he had a face facial cover. So it could be it could be anything. It could be the right. current. It could be the old Mandalorian uh, leader with the dark saber. You know what I mean? It could be yeah, it could yeah. be simple as sure, that, or sure. it could be Darth Revan. We'll see. I don't know. You'll have to check that out. So that yeah, sort of um, that you know it concludes uh, uh, episode eleven. Do you have a top moment for episode eleven? Something that really stuck with you? Can I say all of it, or is that a you can out? say all of it? But then you have to <laughs> because, you have to shuffle right. one to the top. All right, I have to pick my favorite kid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second oh, board. No, I'm man, I don't have a second board. I only have one. So oh, well, there you go. For me. <laughs> okay, I would like to go with right after Order sixty six hits uh, for Rex. I'm seeing how much he's struggling against mm. that. Yes, uh, he how, sure how was struggling. His, you know, he's holding his helmet, and his helmet's shaking because his hands are shaking so bad, and his blasters are shaking as he's pointing them at Ahsoka, and he's just... And you know what's crazy about that? And we talked about it, of how them painting their helmets meant yeah. nothing to me. And now I get it. They were so yeah. loyal that they painted their helmets for her, and now they've turned against her. That's how strong this inhibitor chip was. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's that's a great moment. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice by you. Uh, you. I really just dug Ahsoka and Maul's interaction. You know, like, I, okay. like okay. His, his eyes the entire episode said so much. You know what I mean? Like I like I felt during the beginning. I'm like he's going to get out. He's going to figure out how to get out. I can tell by right. his eyes and his nonverbal communication that he's f- trying his best. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of the villain in Kung Fu Panda, who is captured in this deep, deep pit, and it all he needed okay. was a feather, and he could get himself out of that. A duck feather, to be more particular, if you're a Kung Fu Panda fan. Uh, but uh, you know, I just like the. You know the why are you helping me? I'm not. I need your. I, I need you to get out of here. And we talked about that, and, and that's great. You know, and and yeah, you know, I don't really have any bottom moments. You know, everything is just cruising along. It, yeah, it's no, wonderful. I I you know, and it's and it's yeah. good. 
and it doesn't really leave you. It's kind of interesting because it's a penultimate episode, but it has what I would say the climax in it, right? Like the Order 66 is the climax. And now everything yeah. that follows it is exp is falling action, and now we need to get to a resolution. So I would say that as we open up episode 12's discussion with Victory and Death, the series finale of Clone Wars, we have get a ton. And I mean, caps lock, falling action. Caps lock, exclamation point, nearly the entire time. And much. <laughs> like that, you know, and it's like, that all right, ship is going down and we're going down with it. Right. And it's like, OK, how are they going to. So I, just, I kept asking him this question. How are they going to get out of this? Yeah. How are they going to get out of this? So it's, it's, you know, first it's like, all right, we got to get out of this room. Let them open the door. Force push. OK, that makes sense. No problem. Set the stun. We don't want to kill anybody. Boom, boom, boom. You know, we're stunning. I'm going to defend you. It's a cool tag team. You know, you can tell that they, they're, you know, they're. Their bond is showing in this uh, this episode, Ahsoka and Rex, for sure. You know they are on the same page. They are doing the best they can, and they're they're making their way through the ship. You know, and I think, and again, a single viewing, and you'll have to help me. It's sort of a they're cutting back and forth between Ahsoka and Maul, right, right, right. And, you know, the big thing that creates the falling action caps lock is the psychopath destroys the hyperspace modules. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, he's, he's bringing it down. What is he doing? <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't care. He's bringing it down. <laughs> Just like, I'm going, okay, this dude is really powerful. And he's pissed off <laughs> that he's stuck on this ship. Yeah. And... There's nothing that anybody can do, you know, and of course we have the rest of his hallway scene and he gets to where he gets to and everything about Maul is just so good. And now the ship, and this is, I, correct me if I'm wrong, outside of Jakku, uh, is this the first time that a Star Destroyer, not a Star Destroyer, but a Republic, what are they called, cruiser, uh, is, is yeah. hurtling. It's getting sucked in by a gravitational pull. So not only... And this is what I loved about this episode. Not only do we have the conflict with the clones going after Ahsoka and Rex, mm -hmm. but now there's a bigger problem, and that's the ship is going to crash eventually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. my God. It's just yep. like, I can't, like, the whole episode for me was just wild. Absolute wild, wild action. Now, they're in the hangar. Right, they they're they're trying to get to the hangar. They're fighting their way to the hangar. All the escape pods are gone. You know, how did you feel? Sort of it, wave after wave of defending, and and sort of, uh, I want to say you know, we're gonna try this, and then the droids do something, and it works for a little bit, and then it fails. Like, what did you think about all that? You know, the sequence of trying something, it worked, failing, and it sort. It kind of like it was on like a repeated vinyl. Like, what did you think? Oh, um, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking me? about? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do know what you're talking yeah. about. It didn't bother me so much. Uh, I think I, I've watched it twice now, and okay. on, on the second viewing, I do maybe tune out a little bit during some of that. 
the first viewing though i was right there with it the whole time um but you know i i think i think going back for repeat viewings it might seem a little repetitive yeah and uh you know it's like it, it comes back to how are they going to get out of this how the hell mm-hmm. are they going to get out of this and you know, it's like, all right, there's the ship. Let's get to the ship. Boom. Uh, okay, defending, defending, defending. No fatigue, by the way. And actually, I, what I appreciate is as they're as they're climbing aboard the Y wing, you can tell Ahsoka's like, she's done. She's spent. She's might not make it. <laughs> I don't know how she's going to make it, you know, or or not. Maul escapes. Fine. We knew that was going to happen. He had to. You know, that's fine. You know, right, so right. so that ship's gone. Now the ship is entering atmosphere. Everything's breaking apart. We're getting the ultimate amount of chaos. The droids, sad moment for the droids. R.I.P. Droids. They get shot up. Yeah, they're yeah, done. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Actually, pretty brutally, in my opinion. I, yeah, I just, um, um, I thought that was one of those moments where I, I wasn't expecting that, and that was like. Uh, there's times I think during the Clone Wars where Dave Filoni just doesn't care. You know, like, <laughs> he just doesn't care for yeah, your there's, feelings. No, just... there's times where like this has to. It's, it almost feels like this has to be this way because this is yeah. not a uh, lighthearted time, and that was not a lighthearted moment. No, the droids just get executed. Like, oh my god! Literally executed. Full, full on execution. Yeah. Um, for a moment, and I think this happens before that, so again, I apologize for jumping all over the place, but things are just coming to my brain. Rex almost convinces him that she's not a Jedi and doesn't count. Like, loophole. I'm going to... I'm gonna. This is a loophole in the inhibitor chip and almost gets him. I forget his name. I'm going to be honest with you. With the one clone with the blue and white helmet sort of skull-looking. See? You know, and says, uh, you know, I have her. Jesse, yeah, Jesse yeah. Or... May, yeah, maybe Jesse. Jesse sounds Jesse sounds correct. I have her. Uh, you know, I have her weapons, but we're not going to execute her because she's not a Jedi. Like, did you think that was going to work initially? No. <laughs> Uh, and, and you're and you're talking about the about the ruse to get out. Yeah, the ruse to get out. Yeah, yeah, they're trying they're trying to sort of talk their way through. And I did not think that was going to work. I thought, yeah. and honestly, I think that was just to buy enough time, for sure. Uh, and, and and yeah, and I think they they were trying to. The, the and tr- overall, I guess it does work. I guess it does. Yeah, it's just it's like I'm just accomplish. Because like, yeah, and I think that was one of the good things about the episode is that it broke up the fighting. Like you're just shooting right. and shooting and shooting and shooting, you know, and then. You know, they get like, hey, we're going to try this this Trojan horse, you know, hiding in plain sight. And it didn't, you know, eventually it didn't work. But anyways, fast forward back to the Y-Wing. Um, now the ship's blown apart. <laughs> and now we get like <laughs> yep. the wildest. And, and we thought, huh, how silly of us to think that the initial episode with Ahsoka flying in the air would have been topped by crashing into a planet and surviving through space diving through wreckage that is blowing Man. apart <laughs> at the same time. Like, what? Com- and it's weird because that's such a tense moment, and you know they both survived. Right? But it's, like uh... exactly. And like and 
And I it's think still, uh, somehow, I don't know how, but somehow it's still edge of your seat action. It just apps hundred percent. Because, like I said, you know that they live. It, there's no, uh, there's no emotional weight to that moment, no. but just, just, just the uh, adrenaline rush, I guess, 100%, 100%. is enough to to give you the same effect. And, and and I think when they storyboarded this, they go, okay, well they live. How do we make this crazy to where we get our people to believe they won't? And it's like, well, what if we crash a cruiser into a planet and everything's breaking apart and they're trying to escape and one's trying to catch them on a ship? That's the that's the one that's stuck. What were the other ideas? I want to know. I want to be a fly on the wall to, to, see, to see that. But, yeah, so they escape. And I I had a thought, and and I don't know. It, it Well, I don't know. It, it may come true. It may not come true. But did you play Fallen Order? Yeah, I did. Okay, okay. I actually just bought it again tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> Since it was on sale. Maybe. I played it on uh, Origin Access Premiere back yes. when it first came out. Yeah, so it's uh, 20, 30, it 35 bucks, I think, right now on Origin. I was 35 for the deluxe and 30 for the yeah. I was uh, which I bought the standard because I already beat it, so I don't really need to there you go. go crazy. I was perusing the uh, Origin store for... I, I bought Episode 1 Racer and... Yeah, you know, I already had all those from a Humble Bundle a number of years oh, ago. Nice. So I've been able to avoid having to buy nice. those every time they go on sale. I, uh, sense, I can't get Episode 1 or Rogue Squadron to run on this PC. I think I have to get some workarounds. Squadron is very finicky. And I'm not I had, a, it. I, I had a hard time yeah. with it back when. I'll have to. I'll it have seems to. to run okay on this one, but it, it gave me fits on a, on a laptop a <sighs> while ago. I'll have, to, I'll have to go to the forums. The forums will help me. Anyway, so my my theory, Fallen Order theory, and and it's probably not going to pan out, but this cruiser crash lands right into a planet, and I'm thinking, is this the same cruiser in Fallen Order? They didn't really name the planet, and I'm trying to think of the planet that there was the the crashed cruiser, and I'm like, oh, is it the same one? I don't have any points of reference. I have no names. I know I explored a cruiser. I know it was a it's Republic been, cruiser. It's been a solid six months since I played that. <sighs> so when you replay it, I'm just so saying I'm not. I'll have to look for it again. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying I'm right. I just I'm just saying. No, I know I that know, I, know. The, I just I just totally forget. Yeah, yeah uh, that moment. I know that that planet on the inside of that planet is snowy. There's some snowy areas, and I know when we talk about. That's not when you get your uh, kyber crystal, is it? No, that's Ilum. That's yeah, it. Right. yeah, that's, that's yeah. That say. happened. Okay. I forget what planet. I love the. I really like. I might have to I, explore Fallen Order again. again. A little story yeah. mode, maybe go a little easy on my brain. Did you see that they're adding challenge modes? I did that? see that. That's a pretty pretty cool feature. I love that. It's kind of like Mario yeah. Maker for Fallen Order. It's pretty cool. Yeah, a little creator stuff. So they have a little tribute to the clones. Um, sad, you know. Yes. You know, Ahsoka is in her. Garb. Interestingly, I, I loved seeing that scene, but that very much contradicted what was in the novel, which was interesting. Oh, did it? Ah, damn. See, okay. So yeah. I didn't... Which, which doesn't really bother me. Like, I, I try yeah. not to get too upset about stuff like that because, I mean... Well, it's it a, you know what? I, it's hard. I, I won't get upset. I haven't read it in a while, but it's kind of yeah. crappy that someone who obviously wrote a book that couldn't have had some influence on the story. 
Yeah. You know, or vice versa, or like Dave some Filoni. Some of the stuff was kept. Yeah. Some of some of the, the, the ideas were kept. Like in, in the novel, Ahsoka does leave her lightsaber on top of a grave, which she does there to kind of sell the deception that she's dead. Oh. Uh, but in the novel, uh, she actually buries a, a clone in Rex's armor and puts uh. her lightsabers atop that grave. Interesting. Uh, yeah, you know. However, and that, yeah, I will say. The imagery in this episode was just hands down oh my beautiful, God. and so you, I can't yeah. fault that. You know, you got the yeah. Oh my God, you got the background of a cruiser. You've got these yeah. stakes with all the helmets on them. Her, her robe, her and her her robe, which just, we see, beautiful. I think, in Rebels eventually, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Just sad but serene, yeah. and uh, it's just beautifully done. So I mean kind of prefer that version, to be honest. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and again. um I don't know if I would have picked up on the details from the Ahsoka novel and in terms of that, but I would say close enough, you know, close, close enough, you know, it does, it doesn't bother me. I I think some nerds are bothered by it. Well, sure, sure. I mean, the, the, yeah, uh, absolutely. Which I mean, I mean that in the most loving way possible, but we can uh, say that because we are them. Yes. Um, we're allowed to, we're allowed to, but yeah, I, uh, it doesn't bother me that much. So, she did I miss something? Did she only leave one lightsaber? Yeah, uh, we only see one lightsaber, and I'm not sure if that means that she kept the other one. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I couldn't couldn't tell you okay. to be honest. All right. So she leaves the lightsaber. Uh, they they depart, and yes, we get you know the falling action is over, and we get part one of resolution, which would be that scene, mm-hmm. and then we get right. again. Timing-wise, we could say that it's the next season. So we'll, 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 can we call it safe with months have passed or years? What do you think? I believe the implication was years on that. Interesting. Interesting. I, I can dig that. I can dig years. I think. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I. I don't have like sources on that. No. No. There aren't. Yeah. I mean, it's so fresh that I don't think there are sources. But right. we get, which, it was very welcome. Like I wasn't expecting any kind of appearance, but I'm happy it happened. Uh, first off, right. we got probe droids. What well, you know? What it has to be years, because you're talking about. Classic Imperial Stormtrooper armor. Probe droids. Yes. From, from say, the Hoth era. Not saying it's during that time, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, it appears to be very Imperial in terms of it does. costuming. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I would agree with you that it probably took a year to three years to maybe... Some of that stuff seems pretty old and decrepit at that point. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm looking at it, I'm remembering all the details. Uh, right. There's definitely, definitely time has passed. And we have our Vader sighting and loved it. Yeah. Really no words, yeah. nothing. Just just imageries, just music. Oh, no, literally no words. Just, yeah. And again, that music, again. Oof. And, oof, Exactly. And, he, you know, he approached it. And I'm wondering how they found the wreck. Maybe they were just exploring. Maybe a probe droid found it. Uh-huh, Maybe he's right. been looking for them. You can argue that, that yeah, he has. Sure, sure you can. Uh, yeah. um, I'm sure uh, Ahsoka's been weighing on his mind a lot. Uh, 
obviously. And we get this nice moment of him picking up this singular lightsaber. And I sort of had a thought of, like, maybe she got rid of that lightsaber because uh, he, as an Anakin, modified it last, and she didn't want that memory. Or maybe he would—I don't know. She modified them both, though, right? Yeah, and and, and that's that why point, I'm like we have yeah. to like at that point though I have to assume that she doesn't know that Anakin is Vader though. That is true. That is true. Although she still has the the thoughts from Maul. You know, I wonder if she put it. That's to, true. I wonder if she put it together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like 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 it doesn't happen and overnight. Where I've only watched Rebels once through, so I'm excited to watch Rebels again. Yeah, I'm probably and, gonna I'm probably gonna hop back into Rebels out. now, and I think the episode's called I think it's called the Phantom. Apprentice. I think it's actually called the Phantom Apprentice or something like that. So, something with the Phantom in it. Um, but I think it's season three. Maybe season three. It comes. She comes back. It takes it takes a little bit of time. I have to go back and check it out. Yeah. It, it, if I, I just thinking back on it, it's, it feels like she doesn't know. Okay. But then, like you said, Maul's been telling her these things and planting them in her head. Yeah. And. It feels, you're right, it, it does feel like they're, it would be hard for her to not know, you know? Yeah. I. It could be of an act of, I don't, I don't believe it until I see it. And I think yeah, sure, in that, right. if I remember the battle correctly, when she actually gets a good blow on him and she sees yep. his eye. And I think that's right. probably where it's sunk in, like, ugh, he's, you know, he's truly gone. You know, we don't, right. we don't have him anymore, but yeah. So he picks up the lightsaber, and that's sort of where it ends. Uh, I think it's an yeah. appropriate ending, and I think it leaves a lot to to wonder. Like, there's a lot to wonder about Rex and Ahsoka's travels throughout that time. Uh, yes, yeah. But what's very interesting is Rex, I would say, is pretty fit. Uh, mm-hmm. When we see him cool. again in Rebels... You know, he's got a beard, he's not as fit, and it just feels like the, again, clones age faster, right? Is that how it yeah. works? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've thought about that too, yeah. Isn't that so, interesting? Because he, like, he, he, he seems he like seem... a young 40s, 40s? You know, in um, maybe younger? Yeah, that's so, it's hard, such hard math. I know. Because... I just, I just, I was watching Attack of the Clones tonight, and there's a, a group of clones that were like five years old in, in that one. I believe they said, and then they look like they're maybe like eight or ten. Yeah. So uh, you'd have to kind of think about how long, <laughs> and then double it by, and then multiply it by like one and a half or two. Or yeah, that's true. That's see, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could very well be. I would say. I mean, I'd put, I'd put him at his sixties in Rebels. I mean, easy. Uh, yeah, I think sixty between sixty and seventy would be an appropriate age yeah, for him, based fair. based on yeah. hair color, based on, you know, yep. he's definitely got a little fatter. <laughs> I mean, that's just what you know. It happens when you're not fun. exercising. Um, right. But it's just interesting because, like, eventually him and Ahsoka like split. I just want to know, like, I hope there's I hope there's content to kind of fill that a little bit. You know, like the what, what the, yeah, the adventures right. of Rex and Ahsoka. Who knows? Right. Who knows what we'll get? But uh, man. Yeah, episode you know, uh, episode eleven probably more tense than episode twelve because episode twelve was just like the escape, yeah. the escape and and let's get to the end and let's see how they're gonna really tie. I always like seeing how stories can tidy itself up at the end, 
<laughs> and Fulcrum just came in at 11.31, says, finished, and man, my feels. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think is a, yeah. an appropriate response for everybody That's out there watching it. Clone Wars. <laughs> um, I guess my top moment for 12 uh, would just be, you know, uh, anytime we can start to bridge the gap between what we know and uh, quote-unquote new stories. So, like, the Vader epilogue is really good for me. I like connections like that. So that's yeah, definitely a top moment for me uh, in 12. Yes. Do you have anything different? Uh, the only one that I would say is Rex. Uh, uh, for me, a lot of this was like Rex's story uh, mm. because he's facing so much loss and so much you know, with, with his brothers. And yeah. But when he takes off that helmet and you get that single tear and you see how oh, yeah, he I, is with all that, that I, just hit me right there. They're going to kill you. I think that's what he said, like or something along those lines. Like, yep. it's yep. and I, you know what? And I wasn't sure if it was a tear, and I'm glad you said that because now yep. that scene, I'm like, I don't know if it's a tear, I don't know if it's a weird animation thing. So I'm glad you said that it was a tear. That's a great yeah. top moment. Thank you for that. But um, yeah, man. Any 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 final thoughts on eleven or twelve before we get to our overall grades? Oh, uh, my only other final thought is I. I don't know how this arc just kept on getting better. I mean, yeah. this I, is one of those yeah. stories. Yeah, this is one of those stories that just, it, it's like make or break for Star Wars. And right. this was a make, you know, right. this was, they knocked it out of the park. Everyone involved in that whole arc and this whole season, it just made everything worth it, you know? Do you think they will release all four episodes as a continuous movie. I do. I don't think it's going to be in theaters, but I do think that something like that will be on Disney+. Plus. I don't even care if it's in theaters, but I would like yeah. to see it straight through in its entirety because I think that yeah. would be pretty dynamic to see. I look forward to that coming down right. the line. Which, speaking of four-episode arcs, brings us to our final grading system because I'm a teacher and I need to put numbers <laughs> and letters to assessment, yeah. assessment of work. Yep. Arc 1, episodes 1 through 4, The Bad Batch, as they would say, I probably give that a B plus for, orig fair. for fair. originality and character development in terms of... Uh, yeah learning new stuff although it's the same war stuff we got to see clones with actual and differences in personality because they're the bad batch and and i think a b plus for me is is the grade you know it's not a perfect thing to there are obviously some repeated sequences and i think you know and of course your buddy trench was very much active. <laughs> you didn't yeah, think we, I got to see him die. So. Yeah, you didn't think <laughs> we would that. get away in the last episode without me mentioning that. I would like to hear you cringe yeah. one last time. Yeah. Um, what do you think? <laughs> B plus. Uh, I think that's. I think that's pretty fair. I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. So let's see. What is your assessment for episodes five through eight? And we're just going to call them the sister oh, arc. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I want to go with something like a 
C plus or B minus on that. I was pretty lukewarm on that. Yeah. Uh, some pretty good um, Ahsoka moments. Episode seven was completely unnecessary. <laughs> uh, I don't. It, it, just, it felt like it was four episodes because the season had to be twelve episodes. Yeah. So. I would agree closer to the C, the C plus. Uh, yeah. This is not B level work. This is. Uh, uh, I I had to write two more paragraphs. So I just changed up the words in paragraph three and then did the same thing in paragraph four. And it sounds really good, but essentially it's the same. And I agree with you. C, C plus for sure. Um, although I didn't mind the sisters, I didn't agree with the timeline of how they reintroduced Ahsoka back into our lives. I think episode... Episode one of that arc, and we've discussed this, should have been almost a 25-minute montage of where Ahsoka went after she left the Order, and then to the mar- and then at the end of that episode, crashes onto the platform, and then you get a three-episode arc of her being with the sisters, hooking up with the Mandalorians. Then we're rolling, and I think that small detail would have risen that to a B even higher than a B, in my humble opinion. So C+, plus, agree. I think we don't have to really grade episodes 9 through 12 because it's an A+. Plus. Easy. Yes. From start to finish, Not a question. compelling Not a question. storytelling, uh, great use of <laughs> unknowns and knowns, mishmash together to create this wonderful ending of a of a story um which is funny because if you think about it the clone wars didn't really start you know the, the clone wars introduced ahsoka back in the movie right and she wasn't well received and talk about talk about a change from start to finish you know that much. Yeah, no, that uh, much I know. <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. She's had a full a full journey. You know, uh, from the whiny apprentice to that no one really <laughs> latched onto. Yeah. To one of the premier characters in in the entire franchise. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there's really not much to say. I mean, we talked about it. We we've we've yeah. talked about it at length. Uh, I'm 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 happy I'm happy I watched it I'm not disappointed in this <laughs> in this season at all uh-huh. yeah. uh, I'm I'm glad it's over because sometimes you have to move on from things to really allow it to sure. sit in I may one uh, once upon a time revisit these characters uh, down the line especially mm. as the kids get a little older and reintroduce them and maybe I'll come to appreciate knowing the ending maybe I'll come to appreciate the little nuances of each episode. To see how things are going. Uh, how about an overall grade for the season itself? Um, I would weight that more towards an A minus. I think I, I agree with you, hundred okay. percent. A minus overall, and uh, with with heavy weighting, eighty percent of it falling on the last four episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll go seventy percent. Twenty percent being the B 
bad batch and 10% being the middle arc. If I had to take, okay. you know, put a little percentages on it for those math yeah. people out there, you like numbers. That's how I would break <laughs> it up. Uh, my friend, we did it. We done did it. Yeah. Just two gentlemen meeting one person in Philadelphia, a Flyers fan, one person in Pittsburgh, <laughs> a Penguins fan, seemingly incapable of proper communication <laughs> without dropping F-bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we done did it. We we have covered season seven yeah, of the yeah. Film Wars. Uh, I appreciate the time and effort it takes oh. to, to put this in. And I know for you, a lot of the times it was talking about it twice and and i I, it's it's awesome that you were able to you know do that with me and i am grateful for you mr well thank you um but let me tell you my secret okay i like to watch star wars and talk about it too get the hell out of here what (laughs) so what you're saying is it's a never-ending conversation and we get to do it all Uh, the time yeah that's i just like it that's fantastic (laughs) i love it i love it well uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk, but this officially closes out our Clone Wars segment on Star Wars by MRC Tech. Adam, any final thoughts for our listeners out there? Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us, and thanks for tuning in and hanging out live. And you know, hopefully, we get to find something here soon that we can collaborate on again. Looking forward to it, my friend. Thank you once again. And that has been Adam from the From a Certain Point of View podcast. And that ends our Clone Wars segment. It's been a pleasure, and we'll catch you next time. Absolutely. Well, friends, thanks for joining us on this journey through our Clone Wars watch on Season 7. It's been quite a ride, and I hope that you've gotten some enjoyment out of it and maybe a little bit of knowledge and maybe a little bit of thought-provoking things that happen inside your brain. But we appreciate the listens. We appreciate you sticking with us. And I hope that you will be able to subscribe to both of our podcasts, uh, Star Wars by the MRC Tech, and of course, from a certain point of view podcast. And make sure you follow us on Twitter for all the good stuff. Uh, Adam and Josh put out a lot of great content, so make sure you're supporting them. But this concludes Episode 18 in its finished form. Thank you for checking us out. And as they say on May 4th, 2020, in a galaxy far, far away... May the 4th be with you. Star Wars by MRC Tech, created by Sean, found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, can be streamed from mrctechllc.com. Follow Sean and MRC Tech on all the socials. Search out MRC Tech and you will surely find them. Catch all the exciting Star Wars action in a podcast form. But don't forget, MRC Tech also streams content like games and Lego builds and is also a tech specialist. Reach out if you ever need help. Music provided by Incompetech, the Baltic House Orchestra, Pandemics, and ChillHop.com. Copyrighted 2020. Cheers, and may the Force be with you.